However, some things are very clear. Jesus Christ is coming back. There will be a great white throne judgment, you know, and this world will be plunged into a great tribulation. Those things are without question. Sure. Hey, thanks for joining us today. I'm Doug McAllister for Journey Fellowship Church, and my guest today is Pastor Al Sharche, and we're talking about our current series. It's called Handwriting on the Wall, and it's a five-part series <clears throat> that's about the end times. So if you're watching this currently, if the series is going on now. If you're watching this at a later date, you can go back and watch it on the Journey app. It's called Handwriting on the Wall, five-part series, and I'll, you and I are teaching this together. Yep. Uh, so I've been opening up, and I'm having a hard time cutting my message down to 40 minutes. You don't say. Man, there's just so much to say. This should be a 15-part sermon series, don't you think? Yeah, there's a whole lot there. Oh, man. So anyway, we narrowed it down to the rapture of the church, uh, the great tribulation, uh, the second coming, uh, the battle of Armageddon, the thousand-year reign, and the, the great white throne judgment. Mm -hmm. So those are all overlapping topics sure. in the five weeks. Right. You know, so I've covered the rapture of the church, and if you want to go back and watch the rapture message, it is on the Journey app. It's part one of the handwriting series. We covered the, the rapture. Uh, in part two, this past Sunday, we, we talked about the Great Tribulation, and there's so much information about the Great Tribulation right. in the Bible. Um, Daniel, Jesus, and John all spoke prolifically. Now, uh, of course, Jesus is the creator. We always start with what Jesus says and balance everything else around the words of the Lord. But Daniel and John, Jesus quoted Daniel in Matthew 24. Jesus quotes Daniel 9.27 about the abomination of desolation. And then John in the book of Revelation expands on the vision that Daniel had. So it's just a, a story. And there's so many, you know, so many precise details in the prophecies that we're watching come to pass right. in real time. And it, it's, it's almost scary how accurate John was, right. you know, the, the whole thing. Um, I was going to um, just take a minute and talk about our culture, where we are as a country, mm -hmm. you know, and just um, kind of elaborate on what... Yeah what we see happening. But I did want to say this first. Uh, when I was in Bible college, the, uh, the second semester I was there, they brought in a professor of uh, eschatology. And I think that's the right word. Yep. Yeah, the end time studies. Uh, and he spent, I think we had a month of, it seemed like it was a whole month of chapels that he put this uh, life-size banner on the stage. Now, we had chapel in the main church. The main church would seat several thousand. So the stage was massive. And his banner reached from one side of the stage to the other. It must have been 30 or 40 foot long. I don't know how tall it was. It was big enough that I could read it from the back row. It was a tall. And, and he kind of laid out the timeline of the end times. Mm. How from, nice of him. Yeah. It was a lot. Of, I'm thinking, man, just to de decipher all of that prophetic information and put it in a really neat, colorful chart. Yeah. I was kind of impressed with that. Yeah. And a little overwhelmed. Yeah, for sure. Because yeah. it started with the, with, with the church age and the rapture, and then, you know, went all the way through the tribulation to the great white throne judgment. Uh, but that was the first taste I had of seeing the, you know, what we think the end times will look like. And we probably should say this right off the bat. 
No one really knows for sure yeah. because some of those prophecies are metaphors. Some of them are uh, overlapping. Some of them use, you know, uh, p- pictures like beasts and animals and false prophets. And I think a lot of it is very subject to interpretation. Um, however, some things are very clear. Jesus Christ is coming back. There will be a great white throne judgment, you know, and this world will be plunged into a great tribulation. Those things are without question, sure. you know, so let's talk a little bit about where we are as a country. Yeah. You know, so um, we're not in the great tribulation, but we could see John's prophecy coming to pass. Don't you think? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So, you know, when you talk about some of the difficulties in understanding the book of Revelation as it relates to allegories or metaphors and as it relates to pictures and right. symbolism, you know, another issue that 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 exists there is understanding what is something that may have taken place already in the past yeah. to a smaller degree, yeah. but is going to come to greater fulfillment in, in the future. And we see, we see some of that taking place. So, you know, while we aren't in the tribulation now, yeah. there are definitely indicators that show us we're in a, a time of tribulation, but it's not the great tribulation. Yeah. Where So it's this time where we do see sin running more and more rampant, where we do see the love of many growing cold. But, but even with those things... Um, and as difficult and as crazy as culture is, we still understand this as just a smaller version of what is yet to come on a much more horrific scale in the yeah. future. Yeah, there's a whole movement uh, in the theology circles called preterist. Yeah. People who think a lot of this has already happened. I am not in the preterist camp at all. I think all of this, are, most of it is still to come. But I do see some of the validity. I do see validity in some of their points. Yeah. That, you know, maybe when Titus... Uh, ransacked Jerusalem in right. 70 AD. Part of that prophecy was fulfilled for Matthew 24. Who's to say that it wasn't? But again, there still remains a lot that's got to happen. You know, the abomination of desolation has never happened. Right. That, that Jesus said, watch out for the abomination of desolation. Let he who reads this understand. So I think yeah. he was just trying to make sure, hey, I want you to get this. Right. This is an event that's going to be pivotal to the whole domino collapse. Right. Know? So yeah, so we we could look to the world around us, and we do we see people. It's you know people's hearts are becoming harder and harder. We see individuals who are, um, you know, think just the craziness going on in our public libraries today. Mm-hmm. Indiv- yeah. you know, drag queens reading books to children and things yeah. of that nature. Stuff that we would even ten years ago yeah. never imagine would Wouldn't be have happened. Yeah, actually taking place around. Somebody would say ten years ago, yeah. hey, you know what's going to happen. You're going to have men dress up like women and then go read to your children and and parents are going to fight for their uh, ability to do that. Right. So they could bring their six-year-old to watch a woman, yeah. a, a man. man dressed as a woman, yeah. you know, read to your child and dance around in their underwear yeah. and whatever yeah. else. Like, yeah. what? no, come on, dude, That's you're crazy. What, what have you been smoking? That'll never happen. What's happening? Yeah, right now, literally. So. Happening right now. Yeah, it's craziness. Yeah. Um, so I think, you know, we, we watched this happen you know, in real time, but John got specific and he said that there would even be a number system that every person on the earth would receive a mark. You know, at the time of the first century, I think the population was like a hundred million worldwide from what I read, something, it's a guesswork, Mm -hmm. but it was tiny compared to today. Right. But even that prophecy then seemed to be kind of ridiculous. How will you number every person? That's Mm -hmm. not, that's not going to happen. That technology didn't exist until this generation. 
Right. You know, because of the advance of, you know, computer technology and programs and microchips and all those things, it's not only possible, it's happening. Right. You know, I know the uh, European Union is instituting, uh, you know, a union-wide mark that you can have inserted on your hand or your forehead. And weirdly enough, it's exactly the places that John predicted, the right hand or the forehead. So I watched this video the other day. It's a secular news station talking about this new mark that the European Union's rolling out. And the very first person to ever volunteer to get it was a British man. And he was talking about how convenient it's going to be to be able to shop and not carry his debit card. And he said, it's right here in my hand. I'm like, Dude, the card is, is so hard to carry around. Though. I know, it's heavy. It weighs, what, you know, one immense. tenth of an ounce. Yeah. So it's like, going to be so convenient now. That sounds so much better to I me. Shop. But his wife refused to take the little chip, mm. which is quite interesting. He was celebrating, and she was like, I'm not taking that. Right. Yeah. So I think, you know, we're going to see this happen. It's slow. It's like the frog in the kettle thing. You know, it's the water getting warm real slow. You right. Know? Yeah. I was watching the group over at, um, at Davos, Switzerland, you know, with it's, it's like a really it's like a poorly written James Bond novel to watch all these guys gather. They fly their private planes in from all over the world. There's hundreds and hundreds of private planes by all of these people preaching the gospel of global warming, right? which is why the most hypocritical thing in the world, right. you know, you just use as much carbon as I'm going to use in my whole lifetime right. on your one plane trip to tell me how bad my lifestyle is. Right. But the media just takes it at face value and pretends like, well, these guys are saving the world. Yeah, you know? How nice of them. Yeah. You know, and they're talking about things like digital currency, you know, the, right. Uh, the World Bank now is gearing up to offer this digital digital currency, mm-hmm. you know, 15-minute cities. Have you read anything about the 15-minute cities? I haven't. Man, this is scary. It's spooky. So guess who's already doing them? China. They are building 15-minute cities. And the concept of 15-minute cities simply means that everything that you need is with a 15-minute walking distance of gotcha. your house. You can go to the grocery. You can go to the laundry. You can go to the movies. You can go to school. It's all you – don't, you don't need a car. Right. You can walk 15 minutes away so everybody can live in their own little community and walk. But the downside of it is – under a lockdown, like we just all experienced a couple of years ago, they can lock down the 15-minute city, and you can't leave. Yeah. Even if they run out of food, you can't leave. Yeah. You're there forever. And so people are sacrificing their freedom for convenience and for safety. You know, so all these things are happening right now. You know, the 15-minute cities, the digital currency, uh, the social credit scoring system. Right. Where if you are not a good citizen, you right. know, you are you are canceled. You're not able to shop. Or, right. You know, it's slowly happening, you know. And it's just, to me, it's uh, John prophesied this 2,000, you know, almost 2,000 years ago. And, man, it's happening. Yeah. Well, you, see, you see what... Um his name uh the guy elon musk oh yeah his Neuralink uh yeah. thing you you've read about, about that understand what's, what's happening I have, there? Just, just kind of lay it out so basically what he's doing right now the, the one of the companies that he owns are, are uh, overseas 
they have created some type of implant yeah and uh it's able they literally drill a hole in your skull it goes in behind your ear or something at least right now this is the way it works and then the goal is for those who maybe you can't walk, mm-hmm. uh, you had a, you suffered a traumatic spinal injury. It's supposed yeah. to help re, you know, make some some connections so that individuals who've lost certain movements can regain them by wow. means of of computer. Wow, which sounds very enticing. But then all of you recognize and understand now that there's some other entity outside of yourself. Yeah that is very easily able to control and manipulate you. And in, 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 it starts off in a very, and I think this is kind of the, the, the trouble with a, a lot of these things, whether we yeah. talk about the social credit system or the 15-minute cities or any of the, those types right. of things, it sounds very enticing and appealing. They are predicated on, this is good for you. Yeah, yeah, look what we can do here. You need this. Yeah, yeah. Look, yeah. Look, what, look what we can do. Look how many yeah. lives can be changed. Look... And then, but if you continue listening to Elon on a lot of the podcasts that he'll yeah. go sit down with, he talks about his future vision for what he would hope to be able to uh, yeah. achieve. Yeah. Oh, well, maybe humans will be able to communicate with one another uh, by means of, you know, basically by means of Bluetooth. Yeah. So just like our, our devices can connect together yeah. so I can have a thought and, and transmit that thought to you. So he, so that it's, it starts off like, yeah, we want to help people who can't walk, learn to walk. Hey, that's amazing. Right. Oh I'm, boy. That's let's a do noble, that, buddy. Wait a minute. No. What do you want to do? You want to start getting into my thoughts? Wait, <laughs> look, you don't, you don't want to know what I'm thinking, man. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I don't even know what I'm thinking. Yeah. You know, that reminds me too, uh, a few years ago, California passed a law. It, it was called, uh, Assembly Bill 5, and they outlawed um, gigs, people who have their own subcontracting business, mm-hmm. like Uber uh, or DoorDash right. or people who own their own trucks, right. their own uh, you know, 18-wheelers. So they've slowly been uh, putting those people out of business, and about 70,000 truckers in California have either quit, moved, are sold their business to line up with that law mm-hmm. because California said this is what they said it's not fair that that all of these independent contractors don't have a job with their retirement and health benefits and but so people traded out their freedom for security of right. retirement health benefits and hours well a lot of truckers just left they moved to Texas they moved to Florida right. where there's still freedom you know but I heard recently and I heard this morning on um on Mike Rose podcast, Mike said that that bill now is in the U.S. Congress. Mm. That Joe Biden and his administration is pushing that concept of doing away with independent contractors and you know being able to have your own business. You got to be part. Why? Because it makes taxing very easy. If you mm-hmm. if you work for for you know X Y Z. Um, Widget Corporation. Right. We know where you work, how much you make, how much taxes you owe us. We know right where you are. Right. If yours is some trucker who's you know hauling a load of plywood every day to a different country or different county, right. different parish, we don't know where you are, how much money you made. You know, so it's you know, and the Department of Energy. So I looked that up. So the Department of Energy now is pushing this. I don't think it's going to pass right. just because uh, the Democrats lost the last election. Right. Uh, so it, it'll never get past the House, but. It's not far. It only takes, you know, a few people to flip. You know, we only got, you know, so many conservatives and God-fearing people in Congress. And this could be the law of the land, you know, soon. And then it's just one more 
nail in the coffin, you know, it's just one more thing. Because we all know that we're moving toward a one-world government, toward a supreme ruler. You know, the Bible calls him the Antichrist. We don't know what his name's going to be on the earth. You know, he may go by a different title, mm-hmm. you know, but the Bible calls him the Antichrist because he is opposed. And we know who's behind it, Satan. Right. You know, Satan wants to be worshipped as, as God, you know. So, yeah. so we're watching all this in real time, you know, so I don't know. Yeah, just say no. Yeah, not interested. Not interested. Yeah, I was thinking, I said this yesterday, there are some things that are going to have to be slowly required of us, like, you know, the currency, you know, and the measuring system, you know. And look, I'm all for the metric system. I'm not trying to be a knothead. Uh, but the truth is, I don't understand it, and I don't want to understand it. And and I think that may be the delay, One of you know, some of those things that uh, have to be universal, you know. Right. You know? So... We're still measuring distance in miles and weight in pounds and, you know, liquid in ounces, right. you know. So that's that's different. But most of the world, 195 other nations have already all yeah. agreed, you know. Yeah. You'll see on Twitter often how people overseas will make fun of Americans because we'll use any other thing mm-hmm. to weigh or measure things than yeah. the metric system. We won't use it. Yeah. Refuse so to. We'll, we'll gauge things by like, uh, you know, let's. 37 SUVs. <laughs> Those whales weigh as much as 500 SUVs. We're what not saying heck? metric. We're not saying yeah, we're anything not, to do with the metric system. Yeah, we'll use any other yeah. unit other than metric. We're not, well, you know, uh, uh, America is not mentioned in right. Old Testament prophecy anywhere. You know, um, Russia, China, Iraq, Iran, uh, Western Europe, Northern Africa, all these nations have a place in the great. And we don't know why God didn't mention America. Maybe we have no role in it mm-hmm. could be you know so yeah. um well we're a, a relatively young country yeah you know considering the span of history right we're 248 years old right you know and maybe now like i said i don't know but i can guess you right. know, and I, I was guessing yesterday why isn't america mentioned maybe there's a nuclear war in our future and we don't we're not here anymore and i hope that's not it yeah because it really makes me sad yeah <laughs> or maybe and as an empire, we're on our last days, which is very possible because most empires fizzle out after 200 years. Right. You know, Babylon, uh, Syria, I mean, not Syria, but um, I, I Greece, what, what was Iran Rome, called? Assyria. No, maybe it's called something else. What was it? Um, Babylon. You have yeah, Babylon. Assyria. You have Cyrus the Great was the was Persia. The, yeah, Persia. Thank you. Persia. So there was there was Babylon. There was there was the Medes and the Persians. There was Greece. There was the Roman Empire. And the Roman Empire lasted for centuries, mm-hmm. in some form or another. But their height was only a few hundred years. But they lasted for about eight hundred years. Right. You know. And then the British Empire. You know, less than three centuries. You know, and America's on our second century now, working on our third. Yeah. So maybe we don't exist anymore. I don't know. Maybe we're declining as a it's world kind of power. the the route that I I yeah. lean towards. Yeah. Out, out of the three choices that you yeah. presented. Yeah. Just because of our open borders and because of the Democrat policies and yeah. because of you know it's yeah. it's like we're slowly killing ourselves. Yeah. We're closing our coal plants. Right. And not replacing them with anything. Yeah, it makes no sense. It makes no. They, what, and we're building windmills on the on the coast of the of, of the uh, eastern seaboard that's killing the whales and producing two percent of our energy. Like, what what are we doing? What the heck? And we're closing coal powered plants. Yeah, on. it makes no sense. Yeah, you know, and we have no way to re, you know to. Well, it makes no sense to those of us with 
who want to like <laughs> redeemed minds who want to heat and cool our houses and yeah. put gas in our cars. Yeah. You know, you know, it's incredible that fossil fuels. By the way, fossil fuels are here primarily because of the Great Flood. Yeah. The Great Flood, which destroyed the earth, right. killed every living thing on the earth except for Noah and, the, and his family and the animals on the ark. All of those forms of life are buried in rock layers right. that over the last 5,000 years have fossilized and turned to fuel. So there's billions of dead things buried in rock layers, laid down by water all over the earth. Right. And now we call it oil, gas, and coal. Yep. So God took his judgment, the greatest judgment up until this point, and even redeemed the judgment for us so that yeah. the fossil fuel now uh, is part of our energy source that heats and cools and lights our homes. You know, um, and now we have a, when, uh, I spent five years in the oil industry while I was saving money to go to Bible college, and they told us all the time in training and so forth, we got 10,000, a 10,000-year 10, supply of oil, gas, and coal, a 10,000-year supply yeah. for what we know about that we've already discovered, not to mention what's been discovered since the 1980s. Yeah. You know, we can power the world, and it's clean. You can, you, can, you can burn coal in a clean manner, gasoline. You know, there's almost no residue, you know, from our— uh, this whole global warming thing is totally a pretext for dominating people's lives. This is about government takeover, pure and simple. And now we're trying to replace it with oil, with uh, with wind and solar, you know. And I hope we can, but that technology does not exist. Right. It does not exist in the current form. We can't power the world. We'll all be living in the dark. We won't be able to drive our cars, you know. So then, what happens? Then we're plunged into this world where we are dependent on the government. Well, you know. So there's a phrase that's used a few times throughout Revelation. You know, in one hour. Yeah. Right. Over and over, we see yeah. in one hour that 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 great uh, city Babylon has been right. overturned in one hour. And, uh, yeah. and I don't think that's speaking about us necessarily right now because I, I don't think we're there. Yeah. But it does. It you know whenever I read that passage over and over again in one hour, I think it's in Revelation 18. You you know it, it and then we see just Friday you know the 16th largest bank in America yeah. went under. Mm-hmm. Woke up this morning, another bank went under yeah, over the signature weekend. Signature bank failed during the weekend. New York, right? They were closed, right? <laughs> How, How do you bad? feel while you're closed? How bad are you doing when you? Man, <laughs> oh, you know what? Don't reopen. Yeah, yeah. You're yeah. Done. So you yeah. See, so, so you we had see two those major things. banks in right. one weekend, right? Go. So I don't, again, we're not there. We're not at Revelation 18 in real right. time right now. Right, but, but in it, one but, hour. But it kind of supports my my understanding of the yeah. of the you know here and now, but not the full measure of yet yeah. what's to come in the future. There's an expression of some of this now, but there's a greater fulfillment to come in the future. And um, yeah, anyway, so when I see these banks failing in such quick manner, you know, so many, so many of us, and we we learned this the hard way during the um, the uh, during COVID, right? What we learned was things can shift and change very, very quickly. Yeah, we were literally at a at a, a staff conference mm-hmm. in Dallas. Right, was it Dallas or Houston? It was in Dallas. Yeah, at, 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 the, at the AG National. We're all having Children's a grand time. We were having a party, enjoying with... our company, having great meals. Oh man! And then all of a sudden, it's hey, let's go home. It's time to head home, and we're get, getting phone calls from our loved ones yeah. stopping by toilet paper <laughs> on the ride home. 
We don't have toilet paper here. We did stop and buy toilet yes, paper. Yes, we did. It's so crazy. Remember sitting in there, this is what, was it 2018? Sounds right. 19? I forgot what year it was yes. now. It was a billion years ago. It was 29, must have been 2019. Yeah, so we're there at that conference, right. and there's a couple thousand children's pastors and youth pastors there, and we're there, and they make an announcement, hey, they're, they may be closing Dallas. They may be putting us under a quarantine. I'm like, what? I'm like, what? What did he just say? Right. He said, we're going to cut the conference short because Dallas wants us to exit. I'm like, I have never heard of this. And I right. thought, nah, Dallas is crazy. I didn't realize it was going to be worldwide. Right. Yeah, so the, it just it just highlights that that much more, right? Right, in, that, in one hour. In one hour. And we yeah. don't, you know, we get so lulled into um, a sense of comfort and, yeah. and false peace yeah. by the luxuries that we have here in America, our homes yeah. and our, our, you know, the easy access to food. And right. those things are blessings from the Lord. But at the same yeah. time, I think that occasionally God will shake us yeah. in such a manner like this last uh, yeah. little scare that we had here. Yeah. God will shake things and show us, hey, this is nothing. You right. think this is a big deal? This is not, there's right. something much greater that's coming in the future. Yeah. So, and you know what really that I didn't expect was that all of the institutions, the medical institutions, the army, the police, they all they all went you know lockstep into this lockdown. Right. I mean, to the point where they were were arresting people who weren't wearing masks. Right. Which you thought that was unheard of six right. months before then. Right. We'll never arrest a lady for not wearing a mask. That's crazy. Yeah. Canada. We watched Trudeau just go off the deep end. The guy is an out-and-out communist, man. Yeah. He's an anti-Christ communist. Right. You know, he, he's arresting pastors for the crime of preaching the gospel. Right. What you thought, in Canada? Little old Canada? So you read through Revelation, you know, one of the biggest hindrances that people have, we said it before, like it's trying to understand what's symbolic and what is literal. Another hindrance is people say, man, that seems a little far-fetched. Yeah, this will never Come happen. on, that yeah. seems, you really believe that? Right. You really believe that he's coming back on a whore? You really believe these plagues? Do you yeah. really believe? So a lot of times people will struggle yeah. with some of the, the intensity yeah. of what's described to come in the future. Yeah, but I I look at what we just experienced and yeah. and I say, man, look at look look at the look what the media did. Right. Look how lock lock and, and and step they all got so yeah. quickly and so well, easily. Yeah. I, I how the military fall. The media, the military, the medical institutions. All every, every bit of it. They all just fell in. So to me, it's like no, this could happen very quickly. Very quickly. And I was very so, easily. I was shocked, man, how yeah. how quickly everybody just fell in the line. And then they started canceling people on social media right. who didn't agree with them. Yeah. They were starting to ban, shadow ban, and outright right. ban people who didn't. We have a agree. fortunately, we have a little bit of a shift taking place where where normal, sane, God fearing yeah. individuals are starting to finally speak up. Yeah, and um, in a in a louder way than which we were in the in yeah. the past. And some of this woke ideology is being, you know, recognized for what it is. One, yeah. being from the pit of hell. Right. And two, just being a form of manipulation to try and yeah. coerce people to do what you want them to do. Yeah. You get in line with us or we're going to cancel right. you. And we're watching our own government, our own U.S. government, yeah. you know, buy into this lie, you know, and have the power and the force of law. You know, to, to institute it. You yeah, know, that, I think we're gonna have. A, I think we have a little bit of. So you, you often see that pendulum swing. Yeah, I feel like we're we're starting to make a swing back. Maybe it's just because Biden's 
Yeah. Say his days are numbered. That sounds like yeah. like I'm prophesying yeah. something fatal. I'm just I mean his presidency. Yeah. <laughs> He's on his way out. Right. Uh, and you know, in the the, t- the turn in the house as far as um yeah. as, as far as the Democrats and Republicans are concerned. So I feel like there's a little bit of a shift that's beginning to take place. And mm-hmm. we see that socially as well when you look across social Elon Musk buying Twitter and yeah. and starting to try and change some of the um the dynamic that, that was taking place there. Did you read any about the Twitter files? The have, things that yeah, um, followed Matt, it. Matt Taibbi and mm-hmm. the other people were releasing. Yeah. Man. Seeing how the FBI was. Our government is wicked. Yeah. They're yeah. wicked, man. Yeah. I mean, literally, all of the all the alphabet institutions in the American government were in collusion with right. all social media to stop people from disagreeing with them. Well, that's why this next presidential election is going to be so important. Yeah. And, um, and, and so, you know powerful frankly it is because whoever the republicans nominate and get behind yeah theoretically it should be an individual who's gonna expose all of that for, yeah. for what it is someone who's gonna be fearless right because we know it's happening we I mean, understand it's yeah. taking place we've seen the proof of it yeah so why don't we put someone in charge who's willing to dismantle and, and, yeah. and actually drain yeah. it? yeah i think the best thing we can do is is fire about two-thirds of the federal government force yeah. make them all go get real jobs yeah and make congress a volunteer position yeah you don't get paid yeah the way it used to be yeah you come volunteering and go get a job or run a business right and don't let the lawyers write the laws that govern their own businesses yeah. look back 150 yeah. years ago and see what what people in Congress are doing. They would right. volunteer to go serve in Congress for yeah. four years or eight years, and then go back and farm. Right, and actually go, contribute. Go, go back to and society. run newspapers. Yeah. Go back and mm-hmm. yeah. So yeah. it's it's wild. Yeah, we've, right, we've, right. we've gone in a whole new direction. Yeah, we have millions of federal employees who we do not need. Look at our president. Right. Our president has been in, in government for, for 45 F- 55 years. 55. Or, yeah. yeah, since the 1940s or 50s or whatever it's yeah, been. It's ridiculous. You know? He's got yeah. no idea. Yeah. He had, he's never had a real job in his life. You know, except he was a lifeguard at one time, I think, in school. I find that hard to believe. Yeah, I do too. Yeah, uh, it's it's incredible to watch what's happening in our federal government, in our state government. You know, Gover- Governor John Bill Edwards locked down our state, and he he told churches. I was on the I was on the phone call. Uh, I was one of hundreds of pastors listening to him on a conference call. He told us, "You guys are not allowed to meet." Right. And my thought was, "Yeah, watch me. Yeah. I mean, you come get us." And lots of pastors closed down. Lots right. of people that I love and respect closed down their churches. Right. You know, and just one word from the governor. You're wrong. Right. You know, people need the church now more than ever. Right. We're here for the sick. Right. We're here for those who are dying. Right. You know, that we're not going to hide out on our What good am I? I'm hide I, can't, I can't work from home. My job requires personal interaction. Yeah. Yeah. It's about relationships, yeah. you know, and we've watched our own government, our local state and federal government in lockstep with China institute this worldwide lockdown over a virus that had 99.9% recovery rate. Yeah. And then they lied and lied and lied. And if you said anything that, you know, went against the narrative that they were trying to portray, again, millions and millions dying. Yeah. That happens every year. So, you know, we, we see that it, it, before I move on, you know, that's one of the reasons why I'm so passionate about bridges. Yeah. You know, the fact that we're helping train up individuals Absolutely. for ministry. Bridges with, Christian College. Correct. You know, just the reality that if the government ever moves in that direction, you know, maybe four years from now, maybe, you know, eight or 10 years now, 
Yeah. God forbid it ever happened. Right. But if for some crazy reason the government did go in that direction where they were going to take away that title for uh, money from yeah. schools, right. of higher education, and uh, hinder people from receiving financial aid who right. believe what we believe, that right. you know, marriages between one man and one woman... Mm-hmm. Uh, we aren't we aren't going to perform gay marriages. That right. We are, you know those types of, there are of two genders. Yeah, base Un- unborn children are humans. Correct. All the basic things we thought would always be accepted. Correct. Have so the so if the government ever continues moving in that woke direction right. mm-hmm. to to say hey we're not going to provide funding for X Y and Z if you yeah. believe X Y and Z we're not going to provide funding right. for that we're set up in such a way it's like hey it doesn't matter yeah do what you want to do we're going to keep doing what we're doing. Right. It's not going to impact. We'll do it without financial our, aid. Yeah, our uh, the our school is not built on that money. We're built on a vision and a mission from right. God. Right. So we don't do it because we're trying to get rich. We don't do it because mm-hmm. we got to support the the library or the fountain out front right. or any of those things yeah. that aren't necessarily bad and evil. It's just the point of yeah. you know, we we have a greater mission yeah. to play here. And if the government continues moving in a horrible direction, we're going to keep making right. disciples for Jesus. And I think I think the the broader picture too is the church. You know, the church is not a building. Fortunately, we're able to have buildings today, but we know the church existed for four centuries without buildings, you know, and we know that the church will always exist because it is the bride of Christ. And Jesus said, I will build my church. So we know, you know, if that does happen and we can't meet or we're locked down or forced out or, you know, whatever of our buildings, you know, the church is going to rise and be glorious, right. more glorious. Yep. The church is still strong in China, even though China is run by brutal dictators who openly murder and enslave people. We don't hear this very much in our culture because, well, don't make the Chinese mad. China practices slavery today. Right. The Uyghurs are enslaved by by China, and while Disney's throwing a fit about how how horrible America is, Disney has a deal with the Chinese communists to use locations in and around the slave camps right. for filming their movies. You know, Disney is evil because they are at home preaching how bad we are, but at the same time making millions of dollars right. off the slaves in in China. And the NBA is the same way. You know, all these NBA players who are protesting America have multi-million, hundred million dollar deals with the Chinese communists and never say one word about them. Right. Because that's how they make you know, they, they buy their mansions and buy their jets. Look, China is run by evil dictators who will play a huge role in the Great Tribulation. And we see Russia, you know, yeah. the Ukraine, you know, and, and you know, I, I, I don't want to go into the woods, uh, to the weeds with Ukraine, but Ukraine is run by, is ran literally by Nazis. Yeah. You know, and I watched in stories on the media and that like Ukraine's just God fearing, loving democracy. Right. The dude is a he is a Nazi. Yeah. And we're sending him billions of dollars every month right. to fight Russia, who's run by communists. Right. So we have Nazis fighting communists and we're like, okay, here's a few more dollars for you. Yeah, it's yeah. sad. So we we've kind of done that, we meaning America, we've yeah. kind of done that in similar fashion over the last you know, 30, 40 years without yeah. fail, though, supporting yeah. one 
you know, the lesser of two evils on one evil dictator over the other. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. Well, World War Two was settled like that. You know, it was it was the Americans and the communists in Russia that defeated the Nazis in Germany. Right. And then after that, we had to divide up the spoils. And that's why there was an East Germany and a West Germany, because Russia kept half of it right. and locked it down and built a wall around it. Right. You know, and then it took what? 30 nations in uh, Eastern Europe, and they all became yeah. communist satellite states that now have all gotten free, with a few exceptions, North Korea and a few others. Uh, but you're well, that right. Whole, that whole scenario, when you're talking about Ukraine, talking about Russia, talking about their partnership and alliance with China, who's getting more and more you know, emboldened by the yeah. day, it seems. Yeah. That, again, you start talking about Revelation, and we aren't quite there yet. We aren't mm-hmm. in the tribulation. That's not where we are by any stretch of the imagination. Right. Um, but again, you start to see the handwriting on the wall. But within an hour. Yeah. Amen. <laughs> within yeah, things an hour. can change in an hour. That's right. can, yeah. We're in Dallas enjoying a great children's <laughs> conference. 30 minutes later, we're stocking up on toilet paper. On the ride home. How yeah. Crazy. At, 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 at Bucky's service station. Hey, can we get some toilet paper? We got to get out of That's town. Wild. Yeah. We all came home with a truckload of toilet paper. Yeah. Yeah. I saw a, a, a cartoon this morning. Morning, uh, and somebody said, uh, they're talking about the run on the bank. Mm-hmm. There's no way there'll be run on the banks in America on Monday morning. And the guy put, he said, Remember what we did with the last emergency? And he showed a big truckload of toilet paper. He said, It yeah. can happen pretty quick. Yeah. If we all go to the bank this morning and withdraw our savings account, right. the American economy is over. Right. It's done. Yeah. In one day. Yeah. So, yeah, and that's the that's the reality. Things are much more fragile than yeah. what people understand. Yeah, very uh, fragile. I saw one of the biggest investors at the uh, the bank in California. Was it called uh, uh, Silicon Valley Bank? Is that mm-hmm. what it's called? Yep. So anyway, I, I I read his blog yesterday morning before church, and he said, "Here here's how my Friday and Saturday when he just said everything he did by the hour." He owns a business, very successful business. Apparently, he's a he's a multimillionaire. He said all of my personal money was in. Silicon Valley Bank. My wife called me while I was at work and said, hun, there's about to be a run on the bank. She said, I went online and I looked at what was going on. He said, oh my gosh. So I said, I called my accountant. He said, get all of my money out of Silicon Bank. Mm -hmm. He said, they they, they put the work, they put the, you know, the uh, request in online to move the money. All of it was blocked. Right. They wouldn't let them move it. Right. And he said, I had three or four other banks that were ready to take the wire transfers, but they wouldn't release my money. Right. He said, eventually I got some of it out. Right. He said, but I, he, he said, I'll find out tomorrow, meaning Monday today, I'll find out tomorrow how poor I am. Yeah, yeah it's crazy. In one week, he went from a multimillionaire right. to not even know what his balance was in his checking account or yeah. his savings account. Yeah, it's a shame. Yeah. Which is why, you know, people from the generation before you, yeah. even, you know, would put things in yeah. a coffee can out in the yard. And, my grandmother did not use banks. Yeah. So I can remember my grandmother, my grandmother, she put, she'd put stuff in the freezer, mm-hmm. <laughs> literally yeah. in a, uh, what do you call it? The, uh, the little TV dinners. Yeah. So the TV dinner tray would be gone, the food and it's cash. Yeah. There'd be yeah. some money in there. Rachel's grandmother, when in she her passed clothing, away, yeah. she told us, she said, Hey, and when I die, my money is, she told us where her cash was. Yeah. It was in it was in mason jars and her Chester jars. My grandma had uh, yeah. all of her clothing, and so yeah. you know, check 
yeah. check Mama's clothing. Yeah. You know, when Mama passed. Right. There's cash <laughs> in there. Yeah. And because people, because if you live through the they, Great Depression, exactly. Yeah. You live through the 1930s, yeah. and you go from being middle class or even well off right. to being dirt poor yep. in a moment. When yeah. all the banks closed, every bank closed, and one day it's right. done in one cycle. Yep. Stock market crash, 1929. All the banks folded, and you went from being a a landowner with a farm and an income to asking for somebody for a bowl of soup right overnight yeah. so my, my dad grew up in the great depression he told me a lot of stories you know about what it was like to be a kid mm-hmm. going to school you know he, they walked to school um, his mom would pack him a lunch he said she would pack he would pack a biscuit from the night before and if they had a really good month he would get a piece of bacon mm. And he'd, she'd wrap it in a dish towel, a, yeah. a, a, a literal dish rag, sure. put it in his little pocket and said, this is for your lunch today. And that was just a normal day for him. He said, I, I, you never even thought about people having, because when I grew up, I had lunch rooms and, right. you know, we had full lunches. That My dad said, that never even crossed our minds right. that there would be someday there would be lunches. <laughs> that you get a full meal right. that you that you can criticize and throw away. Yeah, you know? and that's what's, where we are now. What's the scripture? I've never seen the righteous forsaken or a seed begging bread. Yeah, that was David. Yeah. yeah. So you know the reality is, while things can change in an hour or literally in an instant. Yeah. Um, you know the Lord's people are still taken care of. Yeah. So we may Always. you know we may be rationed down to a biscuit. That's it. We may be rationed down to a piece of bacon on a good week. Yeah. Um, but the reality is God still provides for his people, which is why, you know, as we move into yeah. these increasingly more t- challenging and difficult yeah, times. We're going to be okay. Look, yeah. I know the church is going to be fine. We're yeah. going to, because we're going to get out before it gets really bad. Yeah. I believe. Hopefully. I, I hope I'm right. <laughs> I really hope I'm the pre-trib whole yeah. thing is right. Yeah. I, I believe it is. But, you know, uh, what about the price of eggs? Yeah. Eggs went from a 10 cents each to a dollar each. Yeah. You know, uh, when it happened... Uh, a couple months ago, I went to get eggs, and I was they had a few eggs on the shelf, and there was a sign: limit three dozen eggs per customer. Right. Like, where are we? When did this happen? When did we go from get as yeah. many eggs as you want? You only get three dozen today, right. and, and that was still five dollars a dozen. It's still fifteen dollars for yeah. you know a dozen and a half eggs, or I mean, or three dozen eggs. So a church yeah. member, I, I saw she posted on Facebook uh, the other day. She posted on fo- Facebook that, so apparently her daughter, a teenage daughter, must mm-hmm. have made an enemy somewhere along the way. You know, teenagers yeah. do dumb yeah. things. Yeah. So somebody came and threw an egg at her house. <laughs> an egg. An egg. And she commented, like, how hard are times? You tried to get back at my daughter and you threw one single Look, egg. I, I'm mad, but I can't throw that many eggs. <laughs> Yeah, we used to take up, well, we being collective, yeah, we used to take, yeah. a, you know, a whole tray of eggs, right. you know. That's when you egg somebody. Now you just yeah, egg. One egg. That's enough. You get the point. You see how Look, valuable this is. You know, if I had money, there'd be a whole lot more eggs on your house right now. Yeah. I, re- I really want to egg your house, but I'm really scared of taking my mama's eggs, too. Uh, mom, so. need, mom needs the eggs. She really does. Yeah, but to me, that's just um, probably a microcosm of the entire world economy, that we're just one bad week from, you know, plunging into chaos and darkness. You know, that's why people, you know, I believe are going to turn to Christ. And I really believe this, Al, that we're going to see a generation of people turn to the Lord. And it's my prayer that we'll see a return back to faith. And I hope that's the third option that I was telling you earlier about America. You know, the first one was nuclear war. The second one was maybe we're not a world power. The third one, maybe America.
America has a revival and millions of people get saved and they're gone in the rapture. That's why we're not part of the, you know, the prophecies of the end. That time. is extremely hopeful. I hope. <laughs> I live in fun country, Al. Yeah, we learned that from uh, Mark Gunger last weekend. Man, I took the test and I'm, I'm like 196 points in fun oh country. Yeah. I am always looking for the, you know, for the, right. for the silver lining, for the, right. for the positive side. And that's my hope that we're going to see millions of people come to Christ. You know, that movie Jesus Revolution is out right now yeah. uh, in, in theaters and it's, doing well he's blowing up man uh so that's my hope that there's another jesus revolution amen in this century we we need a move of god you know i think as we're wrapping this up man i just think it's uh it's a great time to remind everybody that if you are not right with the lord that now is the season for you to get your house in order because Jesus said he's coming in an hour when we think not he's coming like a thief in the night you know, now's the time to get yourself and your family back in church, right with God, get your affairs in order, because it's going to come, like Al said, within an hour. Things are going to be normal, and then the pandemic, in a moment, right. the world shut down, and we're going to see it happen. Now, I hope it's I hope it's a thousand years before Christ comes, but I'm living like it's going to be today. You know, so I want to encourage you, if you're not right with the Lord, take a moment today and make peace with God. Go to church this Sunday. Bring your family to church. If you live locally here on the North Shore, come visit us here at Journey. Uh, we're at 3127 Pontchartrain Drive. There's driving directions on the Journey app or at jf.church, 30 and 10 a.m. Uh, come uh, come fellowship. Come, come, come worship with us. Or you can watch us online, uh, 1030 Every Sunday morning, we are online. Oh, 10 o'clock right right now. We're going to move to 1030 at Easter, but we're 10 o'clock right now. Uh, but if you're watching this after Easter, 1030 online, jf.church on the journey. You can also watch us on YouTube, uh, all across a lot of the social media sites on Facebook. Uh, you can catch Journey Fellowship Church. Download our app. It's free from your app store. Go to your app store, type in to the search bar, Journey Fellowship Church. We're the only one. You'll see the app there with our Journey logo. Download it. It is stock full of information. It's, it's great resources, opportunities to get connected, how to find us how to become a disciple, how to take the next step in your faith. Now is the time for you to get your house right with the Lord. And let me encourage you to go back and watch this series. If you have uh, if you haven't seen it already, it's called Handwriting on the Wall. Um, we're in the middle of it now, but soon all five parts will be posted on the journey. I'll go back and watch it all and get your life right with Christ. And let's take advantage of the time that we have right now. Any final thoughts you want to close out with no jesus is good and he is worthy you know i think that in these times as um as difficult as they may be they are going to get harder obviously yeah um but anything that you're afraid of losing now jesus is worth it amen he's worthy yeah and uh, so yeah I, i would just say make the decision quit you know get off the fence Jump wholeheartedly in, serve the Lord, yeah, because He's worthy. Hey, you mentioned uh, Bridges Christian College. Yeah. Won't you? Won't you give us a little plug for Bridges? How can someone interested in getting a theological education at a, an affordable price get more information? 
Yeah, so bridgeschristiancollege.com. That's where you could find all the info as of right now. We we did recently purchase bcc.edu. Boy, I'm excited about that. Yeah, that should be up and running uh, relatively soon. But for the moment, bridgeschristiancollege.com. And our primary purpose is to help individuals who have uh, that calling upon their life get from where they are to where God wants them to be. So to earn an accredited theological degree without the crippling student loan debt, and you just can't be yeah. who we are and what we're doing right now. Uh, it, it is the best education, theological education deal in America, none. bar none. Uh, so right now it's bridgeschristiancollege.com, Correct. but we're moving over to bcc.edu Correct. real soon. So if you're watching this later on in the year... It'll still point there. Yeah. We'll, we'll we'll have it it's all... bcc.edu, what a, what a cool uh, yeah. domain name. Yeah. Well, thanks, Pastor Al, thanks for, for joining me. us. I can't wait to hear you preach uh, part four. Looking forward to You'll it. You'll be preaching... Uh, what's your topic? We're talking about the millennial reign yeah. and the great white throne. Yeah. I'm going to close out this Sunday. I'm preaching part three, and I'm going to close out with uh, the point where Jesus cast Satan into a bottomless pit for a thousand years, which will open up the thousand year millennial. So that's where you're picking up in part four, gotcha. you know, and you'll go right into uh, the millennial reign and then the great white throne judgment, you know, so I'm excited about that. And then in part five, I'll, I'll, I'll finish the series and we're going to talk about the new heavens and the new earth. You know, and that's the point of everything is that, you know, Jesus said in John 14, I am going to my father's house to prepare a place for you that where I am, you may be also. So Jesus has not forgotten about you. He is right now preparing a place in the father's house. I hope you'll take advantage of that and make yourself part of the kingdom of God by having placed your faith in Jesus Christ and trust him as your Lord and Savior. Not by works, but by the work of Christ on the cross are we saved. So, been a great conversation. Yep. So much to talk about. So, I'm Doug McAllister for Journey Fellowship Church, and we are blessed that you joined us today. Uh, We'll be uh, talking more again real soon. We hope you'll come back and check us out. Uh, If you want to know more about us, check out jf.church. Download the Journey app from your app store. And uh, I'm honored to spend this time with you for Journey Fellowship Church. I've been your host, Doug McAllister, and we hope you have a great week.